Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Go in Peace, a daily podcast from the Houghton College Chapel Office, where each day we take a look at one of our college lectionary texts, and we ponder provocative thoughts so that we can truly go in peace to love and serve the Lord. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Dean of the Chapel here at Houghton, and it's my privilege to talk with you uh, each weekday at this time. And so today we're talking to you, I guess it's the morning of Wednesday, November 11th, and we're so glad to uh, be able to talk with you today about the gifts of God. Um, so all, all throughout the week, these texts have to do something about the gifts that God gives us. Scripture readings for today are the 66th Psalm, verses 1 through 7, Exodus chapter 6, verses 1 to 13, and John chapter 4, verses 5 to 26. And I just want to share with you a few thoughts on the Psalm text. Again, let me just go ahead and read that for you, the beginning of Psalm 66. Make a joyful noise to God all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Give to him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great power, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth worships you. They sing praises to you. Sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. He is awesome in his deeds among mortals. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There we rejoiced in him who rules by his might forever, whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let the rebellious not exalt themselves. Well, part of this psalm can seem rather jarring. I think that last verse, let the rebellious not exalt themselves, may sound like God kind of slapping on the wrist, you know, some people who have pretensions of grandeur. The enemies cringing in verse 3, because of your great power, the enemies cringe before you. And that can also seem kind of out of character with a loving God, or out of tune with the character of a loving God. But I do want you to keep in mind that, that this is also part and parcel of the goodness of God. Right? The rest of the psalm is about God's goodness. And part of the goodness of God is that those who set themselves against God are rendered powerless. I'm not saying that we should rejoice in the pain of people who set themselves against God. Please don't hear me say that. And I think that would be profoundly at odds with, with the character of God as we come to know him throughout the Bible. But the idea that people who choose this path ultimately will not get away with it. God will not allow them to maintain power over him or over his people. And there's kind of two sides of this coin. Like, we might not like this idea, but there's, there's two sides of it, right? First, God really does allow people to set themselves against him. So, like, there's something encouraging about this, right? That there are certain people in the church who act like God is the, kind of this puppet master and that people don't really get to choose anything about their life. They just kind of do whatever God predestined them to do and, and that free will is an illusion. Um, but at least this text sort of alludes to the fact that, no, there are people who choose to set themselves against God, and God allows people that freedom to do that, if that's what they want to do. I mean, obviously, it's not the best course of action, but we all know moments in our lives where we've made that choice, and it's, it's in a sense, refreshing to know that God will allow us to do that, that God respects us enough to have that choice to set ourselves against him if that's what we want to do. The other side of this coin that is also good news is that he doesn't allow these people to have ultimate power in our lives. And, and this too, I think, is something which is much better news than we sometimes 
realize. Like, when I think about all the ways, all the enemies of God in the world, right? Like, all the ways in which God's will seems to be thwarted right now. Like, we have this kind of narrative of decline we live in where we think about, like, oh my goodness, think about all the immorality in our country and all the lack of justice and this and that and the other. And we're really good at kind of listing those things out. And we list those things out and we begin to get anxious and we begin to say, we've got to solve this problem. And we got to set things right because if we don't, like these people are going to have power over us and then we're going to end up having to do something that we don't really want to do. And it seems to us viscerally in the moment like those people really do have power. And so this passage reminds us in a very merciful and gracious way that no, they don't really have that power. Like they feel like they have that power, but they don't. Rebellious can try to exalt themselves, but it's not going to go anywhere. So, you know, both of these things, right? The idea that God's a puppet master and the idea that, that people have uh, real power to, to, to ruin the lives of others. Like, both of these things are revealed not to be true in this passage. It's genuinely good news that God allows us the free will to oppose him. And it's genuinely good news that people who oppose him will not always, uh, will not ultimately win, will not ultimately rule the day. And so... It's good news to receive this. And sometimes that news kind of comes in a cringeworthy package and we're like, oh, we think about, you know, some of the challenging parts of the scripture. But it's really good news to think that that, that, uh, that power is ultimately conditional. And we can take heart in that because there are days it just doesn't seem conditional to us. It seems absolute. God, we are thankful um, for the fact that you respect our choices and we acknowledge, God, that, that each one of us, the one who's speaking and the ones who are listening, have made choices in our lives and maybe are making some choices right now uh, that aren't wise, that oppose you. And we thank you, God, that you honor our choices. We pray that you'll help us to make better choices. We thank you, God, too, though, that in those, li those times in our lives when we find ourselves under the authority and under the control of those who oppose your will, we thank you for the good news of this message, right, that your enemies will not conquer. They will not be victorious. That we do not need to fear um, because you are God and they are not. And we pray, God, that you will help us to know that and not just know it in our brains, but know it in our guts so that we can live joyous and fearless lives. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, as always, I do enjoy talking with you. We'll look forward to chatting tomorrow on Thursday as well about some more passages about the gifts of God. Until then, go in peace to love and serve the Lord.